For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Rebounds TV with Calvin and Barry. Just two crazy fans of the Sacramento Kings and they sharing their opinion. So be sure that you subscribe. It's for the fans, by the fans. Whether you chilling on the couch or wilding in the stands. For laid back conversations about the Kings, subscribe here. Staying down until we come up thinking this gonna be our year. We're here drinking beer, talking about the Kings. Be sure you subscribe so you can hear that bell ring. Yeah. What's up, Kings fans? Welcome back to Royal Rebounds, the Sacramento Kings YouTube channel for fans, by fans. Unfortunately, the Sacramento Kings lose tonight, 97-114 to the Golden State Warriors. But that's okay. The Kings still lead 2-1 in the series, and we still have plenty of basketball to play. I'm here solo tonight in the studio, but I do have Calvin live on Twitter Spaces, so we will be hearing from him shortly. But real quick, want to give a shout out to everybody here live on YouTube, Progressive G, Ryan, Dennis, Double O, Brian. It's good to see you all. Alfie Man is here. Welcome in, and of course, the bouncer. Uh, but hey, if it's your first time to the channel, welcome to Royal Rebounds, the Sacramento Kings YouTube channel for fans, by fans. Make sure you smash up that like button if you're a Kings fan and hit that subscribe button. Calvin, how are you, buddy? I'm doing okay, man. Obviously, rough game. Uh, thanks for holding it down in the studio. For those of you wondering where I'm at, Barry fucked up my hair too much on the last uh, show, and so I, I can't be seen in public yet, but I'll, I'll be back soon. <laughs> Shout out to Mike for joining in as well. Rough game tonight for the Sacramento Kings. It didn't seem like anything would go their way. Sabonis was not getting his rebounds. I mean, he got 16 tonight, but the Kings did get out-rebounded in this game, and the Warriors started making some shots. This is not what I expected of the Kings' offense. Uh, and, Ryan, yes, we did cut Calvin's hair. If you if you want to see what it looks like, you can watch our last post game against the Denver Nuggets, the last game of the season. Calvin, I've had a long, rough day. How about you? Uh, it's been a long day as well. I'm still uh, on vacation. I'm in Michigan right now, so it is currently 1 to 18 in the morning. But like Scott Van Pelt says, 
it's late, but I'm not tired yet. So let's let's do it. Hell yeah, hell yeah. I love it, dude. And always, Calvin, I appreciate you and your dedication here to the channel. Also, shout out to my guy Tanvir for joining in on Twitter Spaces. Calvin, give me your first thoughts on the game tonight. Well, I mean, to be quite honest with you, if I'm Mike Brown, you know, I'm going into the locker room after the game tonight saying this is kind of what we expected. I'm not talking about the officiating. I'm not talking about the margin of victory. But look, the Warriors have been this team all season long. They're one of the best teams in the league at home. They're one of the worst teams in the league on the road. Uh, they've been very schizophrenic. They're much better defensively at home. So, uh, you know, Draymond getting suspended for this game, you had to think that the Warriors were going to come out and, and just throw haymakers left and right and give a really, really, really good effort in this game. The Kings offensively have been really bad for a lot of this series, but they've still found ways to win. Today, they were not able to make up uh, the differences that they've had advantages in this series so far. Offensive rebounds, second chance points, turnovers. That's the way that the Kings have won, have gotten out to a 2-0 lead in this series. They didn't get any of that done tonight. The Warriors were much more, much hungrier for it. They were all over the glass. Kevon Looney had an amazing game. Um, the, the two things that I am a little concerned about are Andrew Wiggins and Kevon Looney are starting to look like they did for the Warriors in their previous championship run. If that continues, that's going to be a major, major problem. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. Did not like what I saw to Kevon Looney tonight or Andrew Wiggins, especially making some of those threes late in the game, not what you want to see from the Kings. But, hey, I, I want to stay positive, man. I, I saw a lot of positives out of this game for the Kings, not in terms of the score or anything like that. However, the Kings played horrible. They played like dog shit, as some people pointed out here in the chat progressive g and they were still in this game until late of course the kings lost by a lot in this game 17 points uh but there was a moment late in the fourth quarter where they were down 10 and they had not played well at all this is a team with one of the best offenses of all time uh and they just had a, a really hard time scoring the basketball tonight so i do look for the kings to bounce back in the next game uh and hey calvin i mean did we anybody really expect the kings to sweep this series a lot of people didn't expect the Kings to win a game in this series. So you're absolutely right. I think the Kings are still in a very good spot. And again, if I'm Mike Brown talking to the team today, this is exactly the type of thing that you're saying. We haven't played anywhere near our best in this series yet, and we're still up 2-1. Yeah, you knew right. it was going to be difficult to go into uh, San Francisco and get a win. They've got an opportunity to do that on Sunday. And if they do that, I mean, they're – you know, that close to shutting the door on this team. Yeah, great, great point. And, and Steph Curry went absolutely parabolic in this game. Great player, but I don't expect him to have 36 in every single game of this series. So that's a positive for the Sacramento Kings. Hey, uh, real quick, I mean, I, I'm wearing this shirt. Hopefully you guys can see this on YouTube. I know the green screen kind of messes with it a little bit, but it says earned not given and this is a message to the sacramento kings that you know winning a championship moving forward in the playoffs it's earned it's not given um you know just because you won the first two games at home doesn't mean you were going to win tonight you know you still got to put in the hard work you got to put in the effort uh, and i think they will do that in game four uh to get a victory so uh shout out to the kings um you know let's play better let's play better 
100%, man. I, I mean, this, this series to me is going to come down to three things. Controlling the offensive glass, turnovers, and the bench production or the other guys that are not the big stars in this series. It's been very apparent through the first three games that if you win in each three of those categories, you're going to win the game. I mean, the bench, like you said, did not really give the Kings much today. Monk and Trey Lyles combined for, what, 48, just the two of them in game one. Uh, they've been great on the offensive glass. They gave up 18 offensive rebounds to the Warriors today. The Warriors had 18 combined offensive rebounds in game one and two. So even though the Kings have not, have struggled to shoot for the majority, if not all, of this series, they're very close to being up 3-0 still. It, it's really remarkable. Yeah, couldn't couldn't agree more. The bench played horrible. You know, I'm watching this game, and I'm like, who's going to step up for the Kings? Who is it going to be? We need some guy off the bench. I was hoping Terrence Davis would start hitting some of those shots, hoping Malik Monk would be that guy like he'd been in the past. So, uh, you know, they didn't show up for this game, but that is okay. Shout out to Phoenix for joining in here. Uh, I want to go over the box score. As I mentioned, Kings lose tonight 97-114. Domas Sabonis, 35 minutes of action, 15 points, 16 rebounds, four assists, and two steals, but he did have six turnovers tonight. Uh, I don't know if his ribs were hurting tonight, but we'll definitely talk a little bit about that or the sternum. Uh, Harrison Barnes, 34 minutes of action, 17 points, and a rebound. Uh, Keegan Murray, six points for him tonight and five rebounds. De'Aaron Fox, Mr. Clutch, the clutch, clutch player of the year. We'll definitely talk about him, but 26. Six points, nine rebounds, and nine assists, two steals, four turnovers for De'Aaron tonight. 13 points for Kevin Herter in 29 minutes, six of 12 from the field, one of six from three-point range. And then you get here to the bench. I mean, you got Trey Lyles with two points, Matu with one point, uh, Kessler Edwards zero, Alex Len two points, Davion five, uh, Terrence Davis three, four points for Malik Monk, and three points for P.J. Dozier. Uh, that's simply not going to get it done for the Kings, Calvin. No, it, it's simply not going to get it done. Uh, I, you, you're hitting it right on the head here. I mean, you can't make up for the lack of shooting that the Kings have had in this series. They're now down to 27% from three total in the series. If you're not going to win in, in the other, in the hustle categories areas, second chance points, rebounds, offensive rebounds, turnovers, they did those things in games one and two, and that's how they got the win. Yep, yep, that's very, very true. Uh, in terms of team stats tonight, the Kings shot 38% from the field, 40% for the Warriors, but the Warriors did shoot 32% from three-point range as opposed to only 23% for the Kings. Kings shot less than 70% from the free-throw line. They did get out-rebounded 53 to 59 although if you're watching this game it seemed like the Warriors got a ton more rebounds than that 31 assists for the Warriors only 21 for the Sacramento Kings and then turnovers 15 tonight for the Kings as opposed to 12 for the Golden State Warriors uh Calvin what really stands out to you the most in terms of team stats tonight well I think it's three things for me and we've already touched on a couple of these obviously they're going to keep coming up offensive rebounds i mentioned the warriors had 18 combined in games one and two they had 18 alone in this game huge number of second chance points a lot of those threes that they hit came off of offensive rebounds because that's one of the best times to shoot a three is in those situations uh, number two would be turnovers again the warriors are a turnover prone team they were the worst 
team in the league this season in terms of turnovers per game. Uh, they had close to 40 combined in games one and two, or, or uh, yeah, close to 40 in, in games one and two, and only 12 today, and then points in the paint. The Warriors made a great adjustment today. The Kings had 60 points in the paint in game one, only 36, I believe, in this game. That's a huge difference. When you can't hit outside shots, you have to be able to score in the paint and get easy buckets in order to stay in games and win them, and that's what the Kings did in games one and two. The Warriors were much better on the perimeter defensively. They were really good guarding the dribble handoffs, taking driving lanes away, and forcing guys to shoot outside shots that they just weren't knocking down. Yeah, not a recipe for success for the Kings. Not a recipe for success. Hey, shout-out to Jeff the Lefty for joining in here. Phoenix is here. Good to see you all. Wendy is here. Good to see you, Wendy. And Callum, congratulations. Callum has now been a member of the Royal Family for one month. So shout-out to Callum. If you guys would like to help support the channel here, uh, you could, of course, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, um, or you could become a member of the channel. It really, really does help us out shout out to jv uh barry with hair equals uh or better than barry than no hair uh, my hair's growing out a little bit it definitely is shout out to black hole here warriors in four and five and six go warriors light the warriors beam uh yeah i don't know if that's gonna happen but we'll definitely see we'll definitely see it and jeff yes calvin is invisible he is currently live on twitter spaces from michigan so he's coming in it's late he's here uh and he's having he's having fun here talking about the sacramento kings calvin i, I want to talk some more about this game but there's a ton of things that we we haven't talked about yet of course we were not live for game one uh both of us were in sacramento uh at the watch party having a great great time i had a fantastic time shout out to everybody that i ran into uh in sacramento uh game two unfortunately uh, we were both traveling you're on your way to michigan i was on my way here back to maui uh so maybe i just need to do that every game uh to get the kings to, to win some <laughs> games here um and i did see nick on that news ad that was absolutely hilarious but calvin First off, I want to talk about this cowbell ban at Chase Arena. Can, can you tell me a little bit about that? Well, all I can tell you is that I saw that they were banning cowbells from being admitted into the stadium. They're, Did they're you see the video of Game 2? Bob Myers was in attendance at Golden 1 Center, and there was this Kings fan directly behind him just ringing that bell in his ear. Did you see that? Oh, yes, I've definitely seen that. Great, great video. Um, I mean, what what are your thoughts on this? Should they be allowed to ban the cowbell? I mean, it is what it is. The fact that they're doing it means that the Kings have gotten to them a little bit, maybe that Kings fans have gotten to Warriors fans a little bit. You know, I don't think that it makes much of a difference. Personally, as a player, you're not expecting to hear cowbells when you go in there anyway on the road in a playoff series, so... They can do that sort of thing. It, it shouldn't affect the outcome of the game, though. Bouncer says you can use your Cowbell app on your phone. Uh, that, that's interesting. That is, that's really, really interesting. I, I can't think of another fan base that has something as distracting as a Cowbell. Can you think of one? Yeah, no, I really can't. It's a, it's, it's the calling card of Kings fans. has been for years. Yeah, it definitely is. And, and that... 
That is a huge home court advantage uh, that the Kings have. Unfortunately, they can't bring it on the road. Uh, but it's okay. I, I agree with you, Calvin. We're getting to them. We're getting to the Warriors. We're getting to the players. They're banning cowbells. Just wait till we get back to goal one center. The cowbells will be louder than ever. That is for sure. All right, next subject, Calvin. Let's talk a little bit about, I, I didn't want to mention it tonight, uh, the D word. Um, he was not available, suspended for this game. Um, dude, I, I've seen takes all over the place on this, right? People are blaming Sabonis. People are, uh, people are, are blaming Draymond Green, right? It seems like if you are a Warriors fan, you think it's ridiculous that he's suspended. If you're any other fan, uh, you think that it's, it's, you know, deserved Calvin, give me your thoughts on the stomp heard around California and uh, the suspension? Well, I mean, we could obviously spend a very, very, very long time talking about this. The, the things that I really took away from that incident, number one, you, you talked about it already or you mentioned it. It was crazy to hear some of the takes on national shows, sports coverage shows, Twitter, everybody's opinion it was absolutely insane to hear some people's opinions on it this is what i really want to underline though that play and and i mentioned this in a a group chat with you and our other friend pat who was a warriors fan who kept trying to dissect this play and why sabonis was dirty that play was going to be analyzed over analyzed to the max and no matter how many times you watched it, whether you were a fan of a certain player or a certain team, you were just going to continue to see things to make you believe one thing or another every time you watched it. What's really sad to me is that that one play or that one moment is taking away from how great of a series this has been so far. It's now not about the Kings and the Warriors, NorCal against each other, two great offenses, all of this stuff. It's about Draymond against the Sabonis. It's about Draymond against the Kings. Uh, it's about Draymond against the league, all of this stuff. It's exploded into this huge distraction that's taking away from some really competitive basketball up until, you know, the last few uh, quarters of this game. <laughs> yeah, great, great point. Um, the funniest thing for me, Calvin, is is that every time you you mention it, the Warriors fans, they say, well, if Sabonis hadn't have done this, then, then it never would have happened, which is the funniest thing to me because it's like, well, if the Kings hadn't have made the playoffs, that never would have happened. If blah, blah, blah never happened, that would have never happened. And every single one of them that I've talked to agrees that what Draymond Green did was wrong, right? They all agree. They're like, oh, no, that was bad. They shouldn't have done that. But, but, but what about Sabonis? And – I mean, you saw me in the group chats, Calvin. I'm like, when was the last time Sabonis got suspended for kicking people in the nuts? When was the last time <laughs> Sabonis punched a teammate in the face at practice? And, like, all these things. And it's like, Draymond Green, as an incredible player as he is, and I, don't get me wrong, Calvin, I, I got some respect for Draymond being a second-round draft pick, fighting his way up, proving himself, winning championships. Like, I got some respect for him. However... The dude does not know how to control his emotions. And um, he painted a picture, and now we know what his picture looks like. And every time an incident happens, there's no, like, 
Well, what was his intent? You know what the intent was. And in my mind, that deserves this suspension. I, I totally agree with you. I think the one thing that anybody who says Draymond didn't deserve to be suspended for that is overlooking is that you heard it from Joe Dumars himself when he explained what the suspension or why they gave him the suspension. It wasn't just for the stomp. I mean, obviously, that's a huge part of it. But it's his track record with all of this stuff. And then it's the antics that he displays after that moment. Climbing on the bench, screaming at fans, you know, cursing, going, jawing back and forth at them with the commissioner in the building, by the way. He, he got a front row seat for all of that. It is not just the fact that he stomped on Sabonis. It's all of this stuff that in, it is encompassed into what Draymond Green is. That's why he got suspended. Yeah. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Much, much deserved. But, hey, Calvin, we're going to see him. We are going to see him in game four. What did you see tonight differently from the Warriors? Because I was sitting next to some people, uh, Kings fans and Warriors fans, and I heard a Warriors fan, I'm not going to name them, starts with a P and it rhymes with an at. Um, (laughs) But he said, Hey, the Warriors match up better with the Kings without Draymond Green. Kavon Looney is a better matchup for the Kings than Draymond Green. What would you say to somebody like that? Well, I think that it's, first of all, an extremely small sample size to make that statement, considering that the Warriors are so much better at home than they are on the road. You knew they were going to play better. I mean, they did everything that they needed to do. The biggest thing difference that I saw today was number one they were much better on the glass and it wasn't just Kevon Looney Dante DiVincenzo was great for them Andrew Wiggins was really good uh, they, they were all over the boards and they they really defensively it, it looked like Sacramento was gassed in that fourth quarter they, this is the first moment I think in this series where experience is going to play a factor because despite the Kings getting out to this great start they really haven't had a ton of adversity yet. I mean, yes, they had to battle back from a double-digit deficit in Game 2. They did that, but they had the home crowd behind them. You know, this is the first time in the series where you're really getting your butt kicked. So now it really is going to start. You know, this Game 4 is going to be huge to see where the Kings make adjustments. And this is where you're going to lean on Mike Brown. But I, I go back to what I said earlier in the show the biggest difference I saw was the Warriors' perimeter defense. And Andrew Wiggins played a huge part in this. He was really good. They were excellent defending screen and roll, dribble handoff. And they took away easy buckets in the paint for Sacramento, which is how they survived and got those wins in game two. The the Kings did not have many assists in this game. That tends to happen when the team plays really good on-ball defense. You're worried about the guy pressuring you. You can't really look and see. Uh, guys that are cutting and people that are going to be open. Timing is late on passes. And the Kings really, really, their offense is a huge, or they benefit hugely from all of that, obviously. So they've got to make some adjustments to get easier looks inside and swing the ball from side to side more so they can get better open looks at the basket. Did you see uh, the Joel Embiid play tonight, the kick? I did see that. Do you think he's going to get suspended for that? Uh, that's a hard question to answer. I, I mean, to, to be completely honest with you, it definitely looked worse 
to me than what Draymond did. It looked more um, intentional <laughs> than what Draymond did. And if you're going to go, you know, eye for an eye, uh, he probably should be suspended, but we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I mean, Joel Embiid definitely doesn't have the track record that a guy like Draymond Green uh, has, but you're right. It, it looked a little bit worse, so we'll see what happens. That The front office is in a or, – or the NBA front office is in a tough position on this one. Their hands could be tied, and, and they could end up having to suspend a guy like Joel Embiid. I also heard some Warriors fans – uh, mentioned to me that, hey, Joe Dumars is the one that suspended Draymond Green. Wait a second. Didn't Joe Dumars used to work for the Sacramento Kings? <laughs> he did used to work for the Sacramento Kings, and Joe Dumars was not the only person in charge of making that call. <laughs> all of a sudden, dude, Calvin, all of a sudden, the reigning champs are the underdogs, and they're the ones that nothing goes their way, and it's a con- conspiracy theory against them. Uh it's crazy, bro. It is crazy. It is crazy. Um, one thing is for certain, the play, the playoff basketball is definitely here. It's not really the playoffs until teams start really getting annoyed with each other, uh, starting to be more physical, technical, flagrant fouls, all that stuff. I'm not saying that I like to see any of that, but it definitely tells me that you know the, the stakes have been raised and playoff basketball is upon us. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And, hey, we didn't think the Kings were going to be ready for playoff basketball, Calvin, and they fired out two wins in a row to start out this series. So uh, I'm still feeling pretty, pretty good. Tonight's game was a must win. And, and I, dude, I argued with people about this. Tonight's game was a must win for the Golden State Warriors, not for the Sacramento Kings. As much as I would have loved the Kings to get a win tonight and be up 3-0 and listen to all those stupid talking heads on ESPN, you know, Tonight was not a must-win for the Sacramento Kings. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, they're still in the driver's seat in this series. It, it, Sunday's game becomes obviously very, very important. You know, to tie the series up 2-2, that game five becomes incredibly massive. Um, you, you know, the winner of that game when the series is tied 2-2 obviously is, is a huge heavy favorite to win. So the Kings still have a chance to steal one on the road. If they're able to do that, I mean, that's pretty much the nail in the coffin. It's a, it's a big game. Yeah, and that's that's an early game. It's an early game. The Kings have not fared too well in early games this season, so we'll see what happens. Callum says it is a must. Oh, no, sorry. Progressive G says it is a must-win game on Sunday. I think I would love for the Kings to win that game, but honestly, I don't know if it's a must-win. What do you think, Cal? Uh, I'm sorry. I missed you on that one. Sunday's game, must win for the Kings? Well, yeah. I mean, you, you can argue that every game is a must win game for the Kings because nobody is going to give the Kings a fighting chance to win a series until they've won four games. So, I mean, yes, absolutely. You can't give a, a team that's a, the defending champs and has all this playoff experience, you know, the you can't leave the window open or the door cracked for them. You've got to slam it shut when you have an opportunity. Yeah. Great, great point. Also, shout out to all my Kings fans that are joining in right now. Appreciate you all for tuning in. Please don't forget to smash up that like button, hit that subscribe button. We are live after every single Kings game here on YouTube, also on Twitter Spaces. If you want to have your voice heard, you can join in on our space and you can speak here on the show, just like Calvin's doing right now. Uh, Last question before I want to move on, Calvin. We know Sabonis got some x-rays. He was questionable for tonight's game. He did end up playing 
Did you notice a difference from Sabonis? Do you think maybe the whatever sternum contusion uh, from Draymond Green affected his play tonight? Sure, it probably did a little bit. But, I mean, you can say that for maybe every body part that he has for the whole course of the season. He's been beaten and banged up all year long, hit in the face, broken thumb. I mean, he's had the works done to him. So it, it doesn't surprise me in the least that he was playing tonight despite having the sternum contusion. And, you know, he's a, that's the thing. He's been so reliable for them all year long. He pretty much has to, you know, lose a limb in order to to not play in a game. The dude is incredible, Calvin. From the moment that you and I saw him in the hotel, uh, the day after he'd been traded to the Kings, uh, the dude has been incredible, and he's been uh, an Iron Man for the Sacramento Kings. So I think he will be okay. Also, interesting to see that Draymond Green requested an X-ray of his ankle, uh, saying that he had a sore ankle after the game. Uh, you think Draymond hurt his ankle on stomping on Sabonis? I mean, how strong is Sabonis, Calvin? Well, we all knew Sabonis was strong, but now we know he might be the strongest man alive after that. <laughs> oh, man, that's that's hilarious. Uh, definitely want to get back to the game tonight, but before we do that, a couple things to announce real quick since we missed the past two games due to being at the game and traveling. Uh, first off, Mike Brown wins Coach of the Year. Not only does he win Coach of the Year, Calvin, he is the first unanimous, that's right, unanimous Coach of the Year. Shout out to Mike Brown. Calvin, give him some flowers. Oh, I don't have to give him any flowers, man. He's been building a garden all year long. I mean, this was a slam dunk. If anybody in their right mind thought that someone was more deserving of the award this year, you know, I, I just don't have very much respect for you. I mean, certainly guys have put together good seasons uh, and they've battled, you know, through adversity and gotten their teams to new heights and won the division, best record in the league for Milwaukee. There's all these great things you can say about other coaches in the NBA, but nobody had the turnaround, had the season uh, that the Kings and, and Mike Brown did, and he is more than deserving of winning this award. Yeah, shout out to Mike Brown. He's been absolutely incredible and a big difference maker for the Sacramento Kings this season. And hey, this is this is not his first time, dude. This is not his first rodeo. This is Coach Brown's second. That's right. Second coach of the year award. However, the first time he did get fired afterwards, I do not think that's gonna happen again this year, Calvin. So maybe he'll have some time to celebrate once the season's over. I think he will have plenty of time to celebrate and not be worried about losing his job. Also, need to uh, remind everybody, if you've been living under a rock, Deer and Fox wins the first official Clutch Player of the Year award. This was one in a landslide, Calvin. I think he got, like, what was it, 97 out of 100 first-place votes? Yeah, something I didn't see the exact totals, but again, just like Mike Brown, it, this was a runaway. He had this award locked up basically from you know January on. <clears throat> yeah, it's an incredible season for him. I know us as Kings fans, right? We've been screaming from the rooftops for years about, hey, we want this player to be seen. All this, 
you got to win some effing games. <laughs> the Kings start winning <laughs> some games. We're getting recognized, dude, for all sorts of things. Next up, uh, maybe an MVP award. That would be awesome. Uh, maybe a rookie of the year, maybe most improved player, stuff like that. But, hey, uh, I'll take coach of the year. <laughs> I'll take uh, clutch player of the year, and I'll take having two all-stars on my team this year. This this season is exceeded far exceeded my expectations so i am extremely extremely happy and just the fact that we're even two up two one right now on the reigning champs in the first round of the playoffs it blows it blows my mind calvin they continue to defy uh, everybody's expectations pretty much daily whether you've been following this team for the past 16 years the past year or you just started watching them because it's the playoffs and you haven't seen them at all they continue to exceed and defy expectations daily. That they do. And and what I really love, Calvin, is I feel like this team doing well is, is giving a lot of Kings fans confidence uh, in terms of, you know, repping their team, showing up for their team. Today I had six different people sitting in my bar, Calvin, they were Kings fans. They were like, hey, can you put on the Kings game? And I'm like, hell, yes, I can put on the Kings game. And, you know, it, before it was like, oh, are you a basketball fan? And they're like, ah. I'm like, where are you guys from, Sacramento? I'm like, you Kings fans? are like, oh, we used to be. Now it's like, yeah, we're Kings. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Fans, light the beam. We're here. We want people to see us. So I'm definitely, definitely happy about that. Calvin, I, dude, I feel great, man. We lost this game tonight. I know a lot of Kings fans are going to be down on themselves tonight. But, Calvin, I, I still feel fantastic. Yeah, you've got to feel good about the position they're in. I mean, there's still a lot of work to do ahead of them, and it is not going to be easy by any stretch. But it, the fact that they really haven't played their best, especially on offense at all in this series and are up 2-1, again, that's what Mike Brown has to just be harping into these guys' heads over and over and over again after a tough loss like this tonight, there are a lot of reasons to think <clears throat> that the Kings stand a good chance to win this series. So. 100%. 100%. We haven't seen a, a great game by Keegan Murray. We haven't seen an offensive explosion by the Kings. Calvin, one of these games, the Kings are going to sh- score 130, 140 points, and they're going to blow the Warriors out. It's going to happen. I don't know when it will happen, but it's going to happen. I mean, this team was breaking all sorts of records this year for threes, for scoring, for offensive efficiency, offensive rating. Uh, they're going to bounce back to the norm. Yes, this is the playoffs, but I think they've already shown uh, that they're ready. They're prepared. And, hey, we'll take on the reigning champs in the first round of the playoffs. <laughs> like they said a couple months ago, we don't give an F who we're playing uh, and who's on the other side. We're going to win. We're going to try our best. And I love that attitude for the Kings. Also got to give another shout out to Coach Mike Brown because, Calvin, myself, my goal this season was to make the play-in, potentially make the playoffs. That wasn't Mike Brown's goal. Mike Brown wants to win a championship. He said, 
We're not just here to make the playoffs. We want to go further than that. And he's been preaching that all season long. And I think the players believe him. I think they trust him. Uh, so, you know, they're looking beyond. And, you know, let's say they lost. And I, I hate saying this. I'm going to knock on some wood right now. You lose in the first round of the playoffs. I think they're still going to look at this as a successful season. However, I know those players are going to feel like they under underachieved in terms of like they feel like they can win. They feel like they can win now and they're ready. And I do have to say beating a Golden State, a reigning Golden State championship team in the first round of the playoffs is a hell of a confidence booster, Calvin. Oh, you got that right. It, it would be one of the biggest confidence boosters you could possibly get. Yeah, it really, really, really is. Um, any other thoughts on the game tonight, Cal? Well, we've touched on all you know the areas that the Kings failed in or could have done better or won in games one and two and didn't win in today. I'm really just curious to see what adjustments they're going to make going into game four defensively it again they've played good defense for a lot of stretches of this series but they looked really really tired and exhausted at the end of this game the Warriors finally wore them down and that's when they started to get all the easy straight line drives to the basket with very little resistance that's kind of the point I was trying to make earlier about the experience playoff experience coming into play here at this point in the series The, the Kings have never had to deal with this before a really, real, or sorry, most of the players on this team have never had to be in this, have never been in this position before. A lot of the Warriors have. This is the point where the Warriors kind of can do the, the uh, we're going to get stronger as, as it gets tougher now. Can the Kings match that in, in a new position? They can lean on Mike Brown for that stuff, but it's, they're going to have to get it done on the floor themselves. And then offensively, the point I made about the Warriors being able to take easy buckets at the rim away from the Kings, that's how they were uh, getting the majority of their points without hitting three-point shots in games one and two. They weren't able to do that tonight. So can you come into the Chase Center again on the road and have a better game in terms of offensive efficiency and get yourself some easier looks? Yeah, I got Tanvir here up on stage on Twitter Spaces, and I want to hear from him. But before we do that, last question I have for you, Calvin, before we hear from Tanvir, is your head cold in Michigan without all that hair? Dude, I am absolutely freezing. And it is <laughs> my hair probably would help, but it wouldn't help that much. It is so cold. I'm actually up north in northern Michigan at my uncle's lake house right now and the high i think up here today was 41 degrees so i am very very cold so you're not going in the lake oh absolutely not that's a death wish oh man that's hilarious all right tanvir what's up buddy it's good to hear from you hey man how's it going guys what's going on oh dude another beautiful day uh rough day for me actually it it poured rain here in maui uh, and I was on the rooftop bar, so it, it happened in the middle of my shift. Uh, everybody scrambled. We had to move everybody downstairs. It was a shit show. But, hey, I'm here. I'm having fun. King's lost, but I'm still positive, Tanvir. I'm here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're here, man. Things, we're still up two games, man. No one had us winning any games, bro. I'm still hella happy, too, man. We lost this game. Yeah, we got we got bang. 
It happens. You got to get punched in the mouth sometimes, bro. But, hey, man, I'm still mad happy about this team, bro. doesn't matter what, what happens, man. This is a W season regardless. I love it, dude. I love it. That's a great point, bro. You got to get punched in the mouth to see how you're going to react and what you're going to do. We've been yep. talking about adversity all season long. The team needs some effing adversity because that's, I mean, dude, you can't create a diamond without some pressure, Tanvir. Exactly. You cannot do that. <laughs> Nicole Magenta is asking here in the chat, is Calvin throwing up in the toilet? That's why he's not there. Calvin, are you throwing up in the toilet right now? I am not throwing up in the toilet. Uh, I am just tuning in from out of town. And still not ready to show my my hair to the the, the YouTube world. <laughs> there you go, Nicole. You got it. You got it. Tanvir, um, I, dude, I don't want to send you on a huge tirade, but tell me about the D word. Tell me about Draymond Green and the stomp heard round the bay. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> where do I begin, man? That that was that was just man, just out of. Out of pocket, man. There was no need to stop on Domas, bro. That was just stupid. But, hey, man, that's just Draymond doing Draymond stuff, bro. What can you say, man? He, he does that, man. That's history. But it is what it is, man. Playoff Did Sabonis grab man. his foot? No, nah, he didn't grab his foot, bro. That shit was just out of, out of pocket, bro. They just wanted to, you know how they do, bro. Okay. Switch it around. Okay. I see it. I see it, man. It's, dude, watching that replay, it's like, bro, even if you did grab your foot, it's like, you're like, oh, mm -hmm. I was trying to step. I'm not very flexible. Where am I going to step? Dude, you could have stepped somewhere. You didn't step. You stomped. There's a difference between a step yeah. and a stomp. Oh, yeah. I think that was on purpose, too. And then he jumped off of him. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Is, is one game suspension enough for you, Tanvir? You think kick him out for the rest of the season? Oh, man, I don't know how he's going to learn his lesson, bro. I think he'll ever <laughs> learn, bro, <laughs> to be honest. I know I'm a little messed up right now because I'm like, wait a second. Draymond doesn't play. The Kings lose. Draymond plays. Kings win. Maybe I want him to be back for game four so the Kings get another W. Uh, I'm all mixed up, man. I'm all mixed up. I see. Man, that is hilarious. Also, if you don't know the date today, we got a shout out to everybody that's celebrating the holidays. Appreciate you all so much. Probably going to celebrate after this podcast. Cal, you got any questions for my man, Tanvir? Tanvir, what's your prediction for Sunday's game four, man? King's going to bounce back? You got to bounce back, bro. Got to bounce back, bro. That's, that's how you respond, man. That's how champions respond, bro. You got to respond back. Is Fox going to lead them in scoring? That's the big debate on this channel. Barry says every time Fox leads them in scoring, they lose. Yeah, 100%. I believe Fox is going to lead the team in scoring again. That's just what he does. And, and they'll win. Oh, yeah. There we go. like to hear that. How are you doing, by the way, Calvin? <laughs> oh, I'm doing great, man. I'm freezing my ass off, but I'm doing great. Other than that, <laughs> I'm having a good time. Can't wait to get back to Maui and get in the studio again, though. Oh, man. I'm loving these hot takes by Nicole. And, Calvin, 
I don't want to make you jealous, but I got the AC off so I can hear y'all, and it is hot as hell in the studio right now. So I am sweating over here. But Nicole, Nicole's got the hot takes. Steve Kerr looks like Ellen DeGeneres. Oh, man, Tanvir, you agree or disagree? <laughs> really, that was just funny, bro. <laughs> Oh, oh man, one, that's, that's absolutely <laughs> wild. That's so wild. That's wild as hell, bro. That's funny. I like that. Man, I just, I, I mean, it, it's crazy because I just looking back to last year doing these streams and these podcasts and it's like, dude, you could see the pain in my face and you could hear it in my voice when I'm talking and I'm just like, bro, what a difference a year makes where we're at right now. Like, I know the Kings lost tonight, but I still feel so good inside. I just feel like like this season is already a success, and we're playing with house money right now. Whatever happens, happens. I'm here for the ride. I'm having fun. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I mean, bro, we got two All-Stars this year. Mike Brown wins Coach of the Year. De'Aaron Fox wins the new Clutch Player of the Year Award. And we're up in a series right now. It's absolutely incredible. So we'll see what happens oh, yeah. over the next week or so, uh, whether the Kings can advance. Of course, if they do, I might be going to another basketball game. So I'm definitely, definitely excited about that. But, guys, I want to shift I want to shift a little bit to Sunday's game. But before we do that, I just want to give a shout-out to all my Kings fans out there that watch, that support. Hey, even shout-out to everybody that doesn't watch the channel. If you're a Kings fan, I love you. Thank you so much. Like, supporting this team through thick and thin the last 16, 17 years has been really really tough but we stuck together i think that proves while we're the best fan base in the nba shout out to Vinny, Vinny squatch here for watching in on the stream but hey uh all y'all real kings fans out there you guys are the real mvp you guys are what makes this thing work you're what makes it happens bring those cowbells to game five i want to hear the noise on tv but hey let's switch pace here and, Nick, bro, I see you requesting to come up. I tried to invite you up. You can request again. I'd love to hear from you, Nick. But, hey, Tanvir, let's talk about Sunday's game. Calvin, let's talk about Sunday's game. Tanvir, what do the Kings need to do to win on Sunday? They got to grab the rebounds, bro. <laughs> Just like today, bro, they got out-rebounded by Kevin Looney, bro. You got to get them rebounds. Yeah, great, great point. Got to get some rebounds. I'm going to throw a shooting in there. You got to shoot a little bit better oh, yeah, in that game. Keep, like yep. Calvin was saying oh, earlier, yeah. we have not seen this Kings team play exceptionally well, and they've won two games in the series, which is very, very positive. Calvin, what are your keys for Sunday's game for the Sacktown Kings? I know you love that, the Sacktown Kings. <laughs> yes, you know I love that. It's your- I'm going to keep it simple, man. Like I said before, it's rebounding on both ends, crashing the offensive glass, and as well, they've got to do a better job working on Kevon Looney. And what Looney was able to do was create open lanes for guys like DiVincenzo to get in there and and grab boards as well. So it wasn't just Kevon Looney who dominated, but he created opportunities for the rest of the Warriors. You're going to have to pay attention out there on the perimeter and box out those those smaller guards who are flying in. Turnovers, uh, the, the Kings have to win the turnover battle to get some easy buckets because we saw it was hard for them to score in the half court today. <clears throat> and then the bench, they've got to get better bench production. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm also going to say 
the other guys. They're missing the other guys. This Kings team has been great this year, but they've had help from guys like Terrence Davis, from Trey Lyles, from my guy Malik Monk, who was looking like a definite six-man-of-the-year candidate. They need some other guys to step up. That's really what I was waiting for in tonight's game was the other guys to step up. Shout-out to Edward, a member of the Royal Family. Thank you for joining, Edward. It's good to hear from you. But they need the other guys to step up, Calvin. Who do you think it's going to be on Sunday stepping up? Is it going to be Monk? Is it going to be Lyles? Is it going to be Davis? Is it going to be Edwards? Who is the guy that really needs to step up and give them some bench production, Cal? To me, it's got to be Monk and Trey Lyles. First of all, Terrence Davis and Kessler Edwards, those guys are capable of coming in and, and, and being productive, hitting some threes a couple in a row, as well as playing good defense. They're just not going to get the minutes uh, that are going to be needed in terms of what the Kings need from the bench to be successful. Monk and Lyles are the guys that are going to play heavy minutes. Uh, Malik Monk has had opportunities to get to the rim. Today he had a bunch of drives. They just didn't get the fouls called inside. I felt like he could have had a bunch more free throws in this game, which, you know, he's their best free throw shooter percentage-wise. That would have helped a lot. So, Trey Lyles was good for them in game one with, I think, 16 points. He really struggled to shoot the ball today. Those are the two guys that that have to play well in order for this team to really reach their their peak offensively. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking for Trey Lyles to make some threes. I mean, his parents didn't name him Trey for no reason, Calvin. He's got to make some threes. Uh, I see a couple people here in the chat, Nicole and Dennis. They both say, Maybe give Holmes a chance. What, what do you think? I want to go to Tanvir first and then back to Cal. What do you guys think about playing Rashawn Holmes a little bit more in game four? Hmm. I don't think that's, I don't think that's that bad of an idea, but I think what's working is pretty much all right, but I don't see anything wrong with that, in my opinion. What do you think, Would Cal? help with the rebounds. I, I personally don't think Rashawn Holmes is a guy that's going to change the turn the tide, you know, in this series or, or make that much of a difference. Not saying that he couldn't come in and, and play well for, you know, 10 to 12 minutes. Um, but Sabonis is the guy inside for them. Len has been really, really good in short spurts as well. Uh, you know, defending the rim, rebounding. I, I don't see Rashawn Holmes giving them that much more than what Alex Len is right now off the bench. To me, it's not really about those two guys. They're there to plug holes and, and give Sabonis the rest. It's the rest of the team that needs to come alive. They've got to get better production from their wings. They've got to shoot better. Herder has been has really struggled from three in this series. It would be great to get him going yep. from three. Trey Lyles struggled tonight. Malik Monk had a great game one but hasn't really been as good. Those are the guys that they really need to elevate. Yeah, yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, the the three things that the Kings have really been lacking, in my opinion, is making shots, threes specifically, getting rebounds, and rim protection. And uh, when I think of Rashawn Holmes, I don't think of either of those three things. So I'm not sure if Rashawn will really help the Kings in those three categories, but I agree with you, Calvin. Rashawn needs to be used in certain situations to give Sabonis a rest. 
but also, you know, Trey Lyles can do that. Alex Len could do that. There's some other possibilities. So I don't know if he's the answer, um, but we definitely need to make some threes. Some of these guys need to get going, whether it's Herter, whether it's Monk, uh, you know, whether it's Keegan Murray um, or Terrence Davis. Like, I'm waiting for Terrence Davis to just have an incredible game. Um, but I'm so, I'm so confused with that guy because sometimes he's just – on it and then other times he's making all sorts of mistakes and then he gets benched for 10 games and stuff like that so hopefully we'll see one of those guys get going soon shout out to matthew here another member of the royal family matthew i see you matthew says where's calvin i need to see that hair i'm too traumatized matthew i'm sorry it's going to take me a little longer before i get over it i don't have enough hats yeah i think uh what was it, Calvin? They did a study that your hair grows faster in cold weather. So Calvin decided he was going to book a trip to Michigan uh, for a couple weeks and try and sp uh, speed up that hair growth process. Yes, that's exactly right. Cal, did you cut it again, or is it still you still rocking with with the berry the berry cut? I'm still rocking the berry buzz cut. Most of you have probably seen the berry bowl cut at this point. What you didn't see after that is. Uh, I asked Barry to just buzz the rest of it off. So, oh man, no more simple Calvin. Unfortunately, that's a nope, bummer. No more. That's a bummer. Uh, Bouncer Matthew, you guys need to work something out on Instagram. Apparently, some art, some avatars are, are getting exchanged here. Uh, but yeah, yeah, connect, make it happen, make it happen. Um, I'm feeling great, dude. I I just feel so good. I had a rough day, Tanvir. I had a really, really rough day today, man. Hopefully your day gets better, though, bro. Yeah, I hope so. It just seemed like everything went wrong for me today. Like, like every time I was, like, supposed to go left, there was, like, something, then I had to go right, and then just turn into, like, a extra a step. And it's just, like, everything today. You know, Have you ever had one of those days where just every time it's just, like, it would be so easy if I could just go left, but then I can't, and I got to go right and straight. And you know how many times you got to go right for it to equal a left? Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying, bro. Yeah, that's, that has happened to me before. That was my day, dude. It was like I could have gone left, but then I had to make three rights to equal a left. Everything today was like right, right, right. Okay, now I'm left. But it's okay. I. I'm feeling pretty positive. It's my Friday, so I'm off tomorrow. I'm going to get some rest. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to maybe go to the beach, depending on the weather. Um, and then I'm going to get ready for Sunday's game. Calvin, tell me what the Kings need to do to get ready for Sunday's game. Well, they've got to come out uh, with a lot of energy. Of course, you know that the Warriors are home. They're going to feed off the crowd, and, the, and they punch back big. In a big way in tonight's game three, they have to be ready for that again in game four. They're going to have to come out, uh, you know, really ready to play and defend and rebound. I mean, it, it comes down to the same adjustments that we've been talking about. It, the teams that have won games in this series have won in very small uh, a very small number of categories. Second chance points, offensive rebounds, turnovers. It, it really hasn't been, uh, you know, as good as uh, both of these teams are at shooting the three ball, it hasn't really been about that. It's been about the hustle plays, uh, which, you know, is what makes a championship caliber team. So that's what the Kings are going to have to come out and do. And of course, you hope it's coupled with a better offensive performance, shooting better from the outside, that sort of thing. 
Calvin, can you give me a, a prediction? I want a realistic prediction. Take take off your crown. Put your crown down right now. Give me a realistic expectation prediction for Sunday's game. Uh, my realistic prediction for Sunday's game is the Kings are going to lose a close one. I think it does go back 2-2 to Sacramento for game five. I, I think it's going to be a tightly contested game. Much, much, much better game than the one we saw tonight. The Kings will play better. It is really hard to beat this Golden State team in San Francisco. I think the Kings will have a chance to win down the stretch, but I predict Golden State wins in a tight one, and we go back to Sacramento knotted up 2-2. What's up, PK? Good to see you. I'm back in town. Calvin's in Michigan freezing his ass off. But he's here on Twitter Spaces. Uh, maybe if you listen close enough, you can hear his teeth chattering together while he's shivering. Uh, but, Calvin, I mean, the guy I'm really looking at here is Keegan Murray. Um, because I know I mentioned, you know, Terrence Davis, Malik Monk. But I'm talking about a starter. What's up, Elena? Good to see you. Hopefully, uh, <laughs> Calvin's not keeping you up. Um, but the guy I'm really looking at is Keegan Murray because this guy broke – the three-point rookie record this season. He's been a starter since almost day one. What do you like? Was he benched for the first like two or three games? Uh, then he then he finally starts. He's had a rough go in these last three games. I mean, he ended the season on a positive note, 14 points against the, the Denver Nuggets. These three games against Golden State, game one, two points, shoots 20% from the field, 0% from three-point range. Game two, two points. 0% from the field, 0% from three-point range. Then tonight, six points, 28% from the field, 20% from three-point range. It's rough being a rookie in the NBA, especially a starter that's relied upon on a good basketball team that's in the playoffs. He's got a tough matchup. Uh, I mean, Calvin, what do you think needs to happen to get Keegan Murray going? Well, he's just got to knock down some shots. Uh, I mean, right now, you know, he's in one of those slumps where, you know, you really you will always want to have confidence in your jump shot, but it's probably hard for him to have a ton of confidence right now. And, look, give the Warriors a lot of credit. It, it was pretty clear coming into this series that one of their main game plans offensively was we're not going to give this guy an, an open look or on a catch-and-shoot three. That's been his bread and butter all season long. Instead, we're not going to double off of him. We're going to go under screens. We're going to force Fox to put up threes. Now, De'Aaron has made a bunch in this series, and he's made a lot of them in the second half. Uh, but he's had stretches where he really couldn't hit from the outside as well. And I think the Warriors are much, much more comfortable with just going under screens and giving him that green light to shoot from three as opposed to letting a guy like Keegan Murray knock one or two down early in the game and get a little bit of a rhythm going. So, it's like you said, it's very difficult to be a rookie in this situation. We've talked about that all season long, but now you're in the playoffs, you're playing the defending champs, and you're playing a team that's got a lot of really good perimeter defenders. So there's a lot of different guys and looks that they can throw at him, size uh, matchups. They can put a lot of different looks at him. And he's not the type of guy, especially in this series, that you're going to give the ball to and look to put put it on the floor and attack the rim. Um, you can argue that maybe he should look to do that more, but I think that Keegan has really got to let the game come to him. He's got to focus on playing really good defense and rebounding because those are the ways that he can affect the game 
uh, like Coach Brown says, even when the shot's not going in. And then he's just got to keep keep looking for those opportunities, and hopefully he gets a couple to go down early, and that will totally change the outlook he has for the rest of the game. Yeah, shout out to Gotham. Gotham, unfortunately, is at home fighting the COVID. Uh, but hey, Gotham, unfortunately, we were not available for game one or game two because we were in Sacramento for game one. We were partying with all the fans. We were in K Street. We we're having a great time. And then game two, I was traveling back to Maui. So unfortunately, I apologize to everyone uh, that missed out and, and that was was looking for us, waiting for us on, on YouTube. Um, but hey, we're back. And I promise we will be live uh, for all the rest of the games uh, of the playoffs and next season as well. We will be here. But Calvin, I, I think in terms of Keegan Murray, Coach Brown, this is where he needs to step in and instill some confidence in the rookie. I mean, I saw a couple different moments tonight in the game where Keegan was wide open in the corner, his bread and butter, and he passes up the shot for another shot, which, you know, in the past people would say, oh, you give up a shot for a better shot, but that wasn't the case. And and Keegan is money from the three-point range in the corner, Uh, so I would like to see him shoot those. I think Coach Brown talks to him. Maybe he sits him down here in the next couple days, and he says, Keegan, bro, just this is any other game. It's the same as all the other games. Just play hard. Shoot when you're open. Do the little things. Uh, and I expect Keegan to bounce back in the next game. So uh, I'm totally, totally cool with that. Calvin, you, what do you think? You agree with that? Yeah, I, I think it's a matter of time before he, you know, I'm not expecting him to come out and have 30 points. But they don't need that either. If he has, you know, a game where he hits three, four threes, ends up with somewhere between 12 and 15 points, that's a huge swing for them. And it's yep. it's very, it's a very simple thing to happen. All he has to do is knock down one or two early, and that completely could change it for him. That's exactly what I'm looking for as well. In terms of Sunday's game, like I said, this is an early game. The Kings have struggled in early games, but I think, I think tonight lit a little fire under the Sacramento Kings. I, I don't think De'Aaron Fox is going to sleep well tonight. I don't think Domas Sabonis is going to sleep well tonight. I think they're going to be watching film. I think they'll be gaming. Uh, uh, I think they're going to be, you know, practicing, shooting shots. The The Kings did not want to lose tonight. Of course, like I said, nobody expected the Kings to sweep this series. So it's okay to lose a game or two. Uh, but I think this might light a little bit of a fire under the Kings, the way they lost this game tonight. They never led. They were down the entire game. Hopefully they learn a lesson from that, that, hey, it's not all about, uh, you know, the comeback in the fourth quarter, but sometimes you can set the tone a little bit earlier in the game and make some stuff happen so you don't have to expend all this energy trying to fight back. And if you're not making shots and Steph Curry's making half-court shots, uh, you'll still be okay. So uh, I do expect the Kings to bounce back, Calvin, and I think they win on Sunday. I really, really do. I think it's going to be a close, contested game, uh, but I think we see Mr. Clutch, De'Aaron Fox, pull it out in the fourth quarter for the Sacramento Kings, and I think he has some some teammates step up. I think Malik Monk or Terrence Davis is, is going to have a big game. I don't know why. Uh, I just I guess that's how I feel right now. That would be amazing. I hope you're right. It, it's it's going to be a pivotal game. Um, that's, you know, needless to say, obviously. You look at the box score from today's game, um, Clay Thompson, 3 of 10 from 3. Jordan Poole, 1 of 7 from 3. The Warriors did not play maybe their best either in terms of their entire team. So the Kings are, are going to have to make some adjustments and play much, much better to get a win on Sunday. Yeah. 
And we'll see uh, what the addition of Draymond Green brings for the Golden State Warriors. Uh, I mean, like I said, I, I respect the guy for everything he's done in the league. He's a great player. Um, but I think he's a little bit over the hill. I mean, you see the grays in, in the head. Um, and I think that he just, I think the chemistry on this team is a little ruined after that Jordan Poole incident. You know, this this team is supposed to be leaning on younger players. Uh, all these players like James Wiseman, number two, former number two overall pick. They, they basically drop him uh, to to pick up a guy they let go in free agency this year in Gary Payton. You know, when's Kaminga going to play a little bit more? And we're going to see from him only 13 minutes for him tonight. What about Pat Baldwin, uh, Moses Moody? Uh, I, I don't think that Draymond Green is empowering these young players. Uh, and I think that's really going to hold this Warriors team back. So uh, I think the Kings do, like I said, bounce back on Sunday even if Draymond Green is out there, uh, I think the Kings win, and I think we're going to be celebrating. Hell yeah, light the beam. Hell yeah, light the beam. Anyways, I think that pretty much wraps up the show tonight, but want to thank everybody for watching, especially all my royal family members out there. Appreciate you all so, so much. Thank you, everybody, uh, for joining us on Twitter Spaces. Calvin is here. We heard from Tanvir. Shout out to Nick. I see you down there. Also want to give a special shout out to Bench Matthew. Uh, Matthew, I saw you in the chat earlier. Sorry I didn't get a chance to acknowledge you. Uh, had an awesome time hanging out with you and Davis, uh, drinking a couple beers and talking. Awesome, awesome person. So I appreciate you so, so much. Uh, thank you, Nicole and Alfie Man, uh, PK, Matthew, Callum. Uh, you guys are all awesome. Dennis, Edward, appreciate you all. And, of course, my bouncer, Ninja Style. Thank you guys so, so much. We will see you all on Sunday uh, for post game here live on YouTube after the Kings win. You guys have a wonderful night. That's it for me. Go Kings. Gotham, my guy. And Brian, can't forget Brian. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.